Well, it's just slightly past 420. We're chugling on in a park, uh, I don't know, somewhere in the Caresdale neighborhood of, of Vancouver en route to the airport. And uh, holy smokes, man, how, how's that uh, Dubrick there coming, uh, Cousin Herb? It's almost ready. Oh, man, we've got a, the stickiest, uh, fattest dube here in raw hemp paper, man, some fresh sativa. Oh, it's a good time to be alive in B.C. So, hey, man, uh, you've just got back from, from your trip to the Holy Land. You've been to Amsterdam, and you've seen the wonders, eh? Yeah, it's, it's definitely an interesting place. <laughs> to, say, to say the least. Well, uh, I, I noticed that, uh, well, you didn't quite pick up the, uh, the cone technique in, uh, that's popular in Amsterdam for rolling dubs, but, man, uh, it's nice that we were able to score some of this nice weed to welcome you back to B.C., no kidding. It's very difficult how they roll, though. I don't get it. <laughs> How's it tasting? Really sticky. Hey, so anyway, I've made a couple trips in the past to Amsterdam. I went there first in 1992, and it was, uh, you know, I went there uh, poor with a one-way ticket and a backpack, and it was pre-ATMs and pre-Eurozone, and I remember the drag exchanging money and skidding around, with almost no bread, but I also remember more vividly the thrill of going in and, well, buying a buying a sack of herb and uh, sparking it up right there and then, and enjoying that freedom. Then, there you go. Cosmo G. Spacely brought me along as a sidekick at the 2002 uh, Cannabis Cup. I had uh, recently been featuring an article for High Times and giving them some help. So I got uh, some judges' passes for me and uh, Gazoo and our little crew. And we headed out there and enjoyed uh, the Cannabis Cup and got a chance at that time to visit geez, pretty much every coffee shop in the city, it seemed like. Well, all the entrance to uh, the <laughs> Cannabis Cup. But also enjoy just the ease of how easy it is to hang out and live and, and be in Europe with uh, you know the Euros and all that. But again... The best part was the coffee shops, and that's when I discovered Barney's. Hey, William. Let me get one of them reapers. When you go to the Cannabis Cup in Amsterdam, they got people coming there from all over the world to test the finest marijuana grown by the seed companies of Holland for us to smoke and get high and enjoy the wonderful atmosphere of a society where they just don't care if you want to get high. Hey, that's just fine. Come on over here to Cannabis Cafe de Cowell and order up whatever kind of weed or hash you might want to smoke. Because it's all good. It is all of a prima. You can do what you will. It's all good. It is all of a prima. John Sinclair and the man in Adima. It's all good. It is all of a fame. The girl is the spot for my all of my sang. It's all good. It is all of my prima. John Sinclair and the man in Adima. It's all good. Shit is all of my fame. The girl is the spot for my all of my sang. And by the end of the week. At the end of the week. 
they gonna pick the finest marijuana that's been submitted for the testing of the exalted panel of judges here at the Cannabis Cup? And guess what? What? While we're smoking all those different kinds of weed and trying to figure out just when Decowl is gonna win the cup, every different brand we try is gonna be the bomb. Cause it's all. You make it to Barney's on their trip? I definitely did. And honestly, I'd have to say that is by far the best coffee shop I've visited there. Alright. It's so nice and clean. They're very nice to the tourists. They definitely have the best selection. It's just all around great. Yeah, and they've they've kind of been a a ringer on the Cannabis Cup circuit, too. When I was there uh, in 02, their Morning Glory won. And then I believe uh, their Amnesia Haze won. And when I went back... uh, Last year in 05, I tried, uh, I was all excited to get the Morning Glory because I love it. But then I got the Amnesia Haze and I was like, holy smokes, this is so much better than the Morning Glory. You try the Amnesia Haze? Yes, that was uh, the first one I bought from Barney's. Grabbed myself a couple grams of that. And yeah, it was definitely really nice. They had about five or six, I think, listed on the menu that I saw that were Cannabis Cup winners. (laughs) And then um, after trying that... so good tasting, isn't it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I grabbed myself uh, a gram of the Willie Nelson. And I'd have to say that was a little better than the Amnesia Haze. It was a little drier. (laughs) Keep on getting better, man. It was, and it was really sticky, though, too. Really nice. You know, while you're gone, uh, Willie got busted again, eh? He, they uh, shook down his tour bus. And I'm looking at the the ages of all the people they arrested or, you know, cited... And everyone's over 70. It's a bunch of old-timers, old old country singers and fiddle players Too on a tour fun. bus with Willie Nelson, man. It's like the world's easiest uh, pot bust. That's hilarious. So, uh, the Willie Nelson. <coughs> so, yeah, the Willie Nelson was really nice. But then, um, so my, my starting of my trip, I spent a few days in Amsterdam, and then I went and traveled a bit on Europe. And uh, my second round in Amsterdam... I decided to try a few more of the Cannabis Cup winners at Barney's. So I um, got this kind called the Laughing Buddha. Oh, yeah. Eh? And I could not believe it when I saw the bud. <laughs> the guy pulled out the case and showed me the bud, and honestly, it would, like, sparkle at you. And it had oh. this, like, shiny reflection to it. Like, you, like a disco ball? Yeah. You'd pull up a bud, <laughs> and you'd look at it, and you can actually see it reflect things from the room around you a bit oh, on it. Oh, my God. It was so nice, and it had this really strong kind of fruity smell to it. Mm. Best sativa I've ever had in my life. So good. Man, Barney just kicks it down. And how about the breakfast there, eh? Not only are they, like, have clean, nice glass bongs there, and vaporizers, man, they have the killer breakfast. Yeah. Um, They have their their bar slash food area where it's, like, two doors down. Mm -hmm. So you walk down over to that one. You can still smoke in there. And then you can get these big-ass breakfasts, one of them called the Irish breakfast. You get oh, yeah. two eggs, two sausage, two bacon, the whole works. And for the for people who haven't been to, to Europe who are used to kind of North American-style breakfast, the Europeans don't really roll like that, eh? So if you're someone who likes a big, hearty breakfast, man, Barney's, uh, Barney's is the critical first stop in the morning. Yeah, it's definitely North American-sized plate. It's huge. <laughs> So, uh, which other coffee? What were some of the other coffee shops? Now, before you went, I was like telling you that sometimes it's weird because some of the coffee shops, you know, they're they're so used to the freedom that they enjoy there that 
you know, you're all excited, like, oh, man, that's great. I want to know all about your weed. And they're like, yeah, what do you want, you know? But uh, did you find some good friendly ones? Yeah, there was, I only actually hit probably a few that didn't give me the great vibes. But um, when I first got there, there was actually two just down the street from my hotel. Um, one of them was uh, called Mellow Yellow. Mm-hmm. And that was the first one I hit, and everybody there was so nice. They would pull out all the containers, <coughs> show me everything, tell me everything about them and all that kind of stuff. So I got really good service from them and got to try some good ones there. Um, there was another one called Ooh. the Future Cafe, I think, that was kind of on the edge by the central station. Mm-hmm. That one, they were really nice, too, and showed me all their kinds and gave me the good speeches and all that. Um, can't really think of other ones that really, any other names of really good ones that were nice to me like that. Did but you, I hit a lot, so. Did <laughs> you, uh, try any space cakes? Yeah, I got to try one the last night I was in there. I kind of wish I got to try more. Um, I tried it from Barney's. Yeah. There was, uh, 0.6 grams of just the crystals in one. From and the all, ice bud? Yeah. So it's just the crystals. And, um, it's just, they put it in a muffin, and it's like a gourmet muffin. They put, um, it's a raspberry cheesecake muffin, the one I got. There was another one you can get, like, chocolate, and I can't remember the other one. But, yeah, ate half of it, shared the other half with my friend, and, wow, definitely really good. Give you a really good body high. Lasts a long time, too. Yeah. Yeah, man, then you get all stony and wander around that trippy town with all the little cobblestones and the twisty alleys. Before you know it, there's women, uh, half-naked women with red lights uh, in little wee rooms. There's old cathedrals and churches of every kind. There's drunk tourists, there's high tourists, there's tripping old bums and everything in between, man. It's quite a trip, isn't it? It's so different. Like, at first, it was shocking. And what made it even more crazy is the fact that we had bikes that we rented. So when we're all just high riding around on the little bikes, going through all this crazy little alleys on the cobblestone, hopping between cars and other little motorized scooters, tourists coming out of nowhere, next thing you know, we're biking through the red light district and there's hookers all over the place and girls hanging from everywhere. Yeah, amazing experience. Sweet. So uh, uh, while you were there, did you happen to take in some of the cultural sites, man, the museums and such? Yeah, I went to the Van Gogh Museum. Oh, yeah? I went to the Anne Frank. The Van Gogh was really interesting. Lots of stuff to see. Unfortunately, there wasn't really many of the main pieces of Van Gogh, apparently. I'm not much of an art person, but this is what my friend was saying. Hmm. Well, there's a few of his, what would be his high-profile major works that are like kind of one-off in various museums. One of the Sunflowers is the National Gallery in London. You know, there's uh, one in Chicago, a couple in L.A., a couple in Japan. But uh, also there's a couple of exhibits that tour around and, and such. What I would really like from the Van Gogh Museum is if they made it a little bit more homey and comfy in there. A little bit more... Mm. Yeah, it's very mu- it's very museum-like. Um, all you really get to do is walk around and look at paintings on the wall. And it's just like white walls, nothing special. A lot of light coming in. It doesn't have like that a vibe like it should for a place with like... Paintings. Yeah, especially with his style is so vibrant, so exciting, so full of yeah, life, and the place is really austere. <laughs> that's better words to put it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Anne Frank Museum, uh, what do you think of that? It was it's a defi- little bit of a buzzkill, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely an interesting experience, especially if you've read the book and heard about all that stuff. 
Um, unfortunately, I found it to be too much museum-like for what it was. It should just be something more of something to see and to experience rather than changing it all like that and adding all that quotes they paint on the wall, um, having all the extra stuff around. It should just be what it was and remove all that, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just kind of keep it as like a living historical monument and keep it with its own context. Exactly. Now, yeah. now uh, um, I heard that there's also one, the, the Dutch War Resistance Museum, that's cheaper and, and, uh, and really engaging and really shows a different side that you don't really hear much about um, from that part of history. So next time I go, that's the one I'm going to check out. Ooh. And uh, the Rijksmuseum, did you see that? The big... Uh, the big old museum I think some of it's under renovation right now no I never saw that okay. it's right by the Van Gogh museum I, I, know, where, I know where you're talking yeah. about though we bike by that all the time and yeah there is still construction going on there right on but we never So you headed out to some other areas, and I know you made it to Berlin, but I also understand you made it to one of my other favorite cities, which is uh, Brussels, which is like beer heaven, right? Oh my god. There was one bar that had like over 2,000 beers alone. Holy shit. And they were all only Belgian beer. I don't understand that. It's amazing. (laughs) Beauty and diversity, man. Yeah, there were so many I got to try. This one... There was a lot of fruity ones, too, that were really amazing. You'd think that some of them would be fruity, you wouldn't like it, but... Some of them were really, really good. One of them was a peach one. It was kind of like a... You can consider this one to be more like cooler style. So it wasn't like a beer-like uh-huh. drink. But it was really good too. But then there would be other ones. I think there was like a raspberry one and other ones like that. That they yep. tasted more beer-like but had that taste too. And they were really hearty too. Really nice. good beers. And did you drink around in those uh, right there and check out the Grand, Grand Place? Yeah, I drank right in the middle there where you have yeah. a little square. It's amazing because, like, weekends, their, their thing to do is go hang out there. It's amazing because you're, like, in the middle of all these crazy buildings. There's, like, a castle in front of you. Quite and the sightseeing. big, clear area, and you think yeah. about how many people have trod over those cobblestones, and yeah. you just sort of plop down wherever and do whatever, man. It's just, yeah. like, a public space. There's tons of, like, little groups just scattered throughout there just sitting there drinking away. Yeah. 
Oh, nice lifestyle, eh? It is. Did you uh, score in, uh, did you get any herb in Belgium? Yeah, we were running out of our Amsterdam supply, so I went and asked some random guy at uh, the central station, and apparently he was going to grab something, so I went with him. We went to this little crazy alley, little dark alley in the back, get in the place, there's just one, it's actually a bar, there's one guy sitting there at the counter rolling, guy at the counter sitting there cutting up a big block of hash, <laughs> give him some money, he gives us a fat chunk, and we went our separate ways. Nice, man, that's the best part of traveling is when all that comes together, because you know, you put a lot of trust in other people. And, I mean, I remember being in Palau and, and hanging out with this guy and driving way down through the jungle. And I was like, man, I'm either going to get killed or I'm going to get some killer herb. And it turns out the latter was correct and keep on smiling, man. But that's the great thing about travel is making those connections and meeting some dude. And you're like, right on, man. Yeah, it was definitely a good experience. Glad I met that guy. He was a very funny guy. Definitely scored some good hash. Like, the time we were going to leave Amsterdam, we still had some left. So we had to give it to our local friend there. Uh, it's a horrible problem, man. Eh? The other thing to do is eat it before you get on the plane, but don't ever think about bringing it back because it's coming across through the border, man. You know, once you've been to Amsterdam, you want to just like bring a little piece of Amsterdam home with you, man. Oh, but, I know. I kept thinking that, and I'm like, oh, I can't go through that. Although, uh, the uh, one of the coffee shops uh, made the Scooby Snacks in at the 2002 Cup, and they had. Uh, um, hash and they flatten it out and and in their packaging they had they had uh, put it in a little wrapper and then laminated it so you'd buy a piece of hash and it looked like you know how it felt like a driver's license or something huh which Crazy. is pretty interesting fascinating isn't it that is so How did you find places to stay, and what did you find? Where did you end up staying? What kind of places? Um, Amsterdam. The hostels were pretty good. I can't remember the name of the first place I was at, but I really liked the first place. They had free internet and everything. Um, they were fairly clean. However, everyone I went to remember to bring your own cleaning stuff, like because you got to make sure everything. It's like 
They won't have anything like that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you say that name? That's the name of the first one. <laughs> Euphemia. <laughs> there we go. Euphemia. Folk Simon Strat. That was the first one I went to. I'm looking in my wallet for euphemiahotel.com and the second one was the Marnix Hotel oh yeah which was a hostel that was actually really clean really good setup really cheap too nice now I know you like your food man did you find any good uh, restaurants that you particularly enjoyed (laughs) of course um, I knew you did. Luckily, the guy, at, yeah, the guy at Barney's oh, yeah? gave me the best place. He's like, oh, just down the street, there's a Thai place. So we walked down the street to this Thai place. Best curry I've ever had in my life. And curry has got to be my favorite thing since I moved to Vancouver. Wow, unbelievable. That's high ratings, man. Well, you know, it's one of the remnants of, uh, you know, the European culture's, you know, uh, imperialist, you know, co- colonial times is now there's people from all these other countries that have... Uh, Dutch or Netherlander citizenship, so they bring a lot of cultural diversity, which of course is one of the social things they're struggling with right now, is to you know freedom versus responsibility. But yeah. that's a uh, that's a big topic on its own, there, man. Um, another great food is the the Indonesian food there. Oh yeah, they're I tried a perfect example three there. Three different yep. places there, and they were all just amazing. Yeah, yeah, the Dutch, of course, were down there uh, in Indonesia back in the day. So. Uh, any other tips? Any other th- final thoughts on Amsterdam? Huh. <laughs> now that you've seen the light, man, how will you ever survive? I mean, Vancouver, it's, it's about number two in the world for big cities as far as, like, you know, uh, a chill place to get good urban and, and smoke it. But now you've seen Amsterdam, it's like, oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to miss those coffee shops. It was just too damn easy. Wake up in the morning, go, I would walk down to the Mellow Yellow, have a blueberry tea and smoke a dube. Start my day off fresh. How about uh, Chocomel? Did you get into Chocomel? Oh my god, Chocomel is so <laughs> addictive. Best chocolate milk ever. Oh, you can have it in a yes. can. Milk in a can. How weird is that? Oh, and it's so tasty, man. Chocomel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, too good. Good times. Well, the Laughing Buddha, Chocomel, Belgian beer and hash. Man, that makes for a perfect trip. It was. All right, Cousin Herb. Let's go roll up another. Shooting along with Uncle Wee and Wild 